Hey, welcome to the day after show, usually the morning after show, but it took me a while to get out of Atlanta today. But I'm back and I'm jet lagged and so are the 49ers just in time to face the Chiefs. But we're going to talk about this game from yesterday. Ryan, good to see you. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to be yeah. home. I'm excited. I should be tired, but I'm very energized. Not because the Niners lost, but because lots at stake. They're, they're not a bad team. They're three and three. And we, we're such good quality control coaches that we can turn this around. Right. But first, you have to like sort of lay some blame and do some honest analysis. Answer a couple of questions for Joey says, was watching the Pat McAfee show while waiting for some Grant Cohn. That show sucks keeping your Grant. <laughs> he said it. Thank you. Marquise, thank you for being a member. And Alan, too. All right. We're not going to waste any more time. Not that we're wasting time, but we got to get right into it. And we're going to start with Jimmy Garoppolo because, look, I was hard on Jimmy Garoppolo, but I thought it was interesting. Niner fans were very, very charitable with Jimmy Garoppolo. God love him. And I thought in a loss where they scored 14 points against a bad defense, most Niner fans felt, hey, you know what? Jimmy balled out today. So let's start with Jimmy Garoppolo. What did you think of Jimmy Garoppolo in this game and I guess in this game? Immediately after my response was C+. But honestly, I watched it again last night. And I'm thinking maybe even a B minus, you know, especially if I'm grading on a curve for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. You know, he's doing uh, he's doing Jimmy Garoppolo things. If you like Jimmy Garoppolo coming into the to the season, you're going to like him now. If, if, if you didn't like him, you probably don't like him now either. Uh, but, you know, what I like about Jimmy, he's ranked, I think, number five in the NFL for big time throws. So we are seeing that difference with him throwing the ball a little bit downfield, which uh, I love. Now, they're all a little off. Um, some of them are off a little bit. But, I mean, you got guys dropping balls. Um, like, I believe it was uh, Ray Ray McLeod dropped, dropped one he probably should have had. Now, if Danny Gray was there, uh, I don't know why he wasn't there. But if he was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might have been a catch. Yeah, uh, I you know, and then the one to IU where I think it was Jake Brendel just got completely ran over and they called it a hold. I think it was Brendel. Um, it it was, probably wasn't a hold. He just got trucked. Um, but, you know, that would have helped as well. I mean, Jimmy, he, he's not like top notch, amazing quarterback at all. I don't think he's changed as a quarterback. He is letting it fly a little bit more, which I like. He's giving guys opportunities to make a play. Yeah. But really, I just, you know, I just didn't think the playmakers made plays yesterday. Um, and, you know, I'm not a Jimmy Jimmy fan, but I thought he played good enough yesterday uh, to win the game. Um, I think it was more other things. All right. Let me defend my D grade because I'm not just going to come here in the next day and be like, you know what? I was a little tough. No, I'm standing by my grade. I gave him a D. I'm going to stick by the D. So here's why I felt he deserved a D. He did do well in the first three quarters. Uh, the first half, they moved the ball, scored points. I felt he was mostly like throwing screens. And, yeah. you know. That's fine. But like, I didn't, like the air yards in the first half were not there. The, the big plays came later or the drops down the field. And those were nice throws. The one he had to uh, Ray Ray was a nice throw. And the one I those two were really nice and they should have been big completions. But even with those completions, I'm not sure the Niners win this game uh, because they scored no points in the second half. And Jimmy was terrible in the fourth quarter. Let me just go through it real quick. First play of the first quarter, he has Ayuk open running the deep post and he's open. All he has to do is lay it out there for him. Put it out in front of Ayuk. Instead, he underthrows it and it's broken up. That's the first throw of the first of the fourth quarter. Next play, picked. Oh, the classic Jimmy pick, forcing it over the, uh, over the middle. Then he gets the ball back and he does that ridiculous, really long drive. And maybe that's Kyle Shanahan's fault. But, dude, you're, you've been in the system for six years. How do, you, how do you do that? So, anyway, here's the drive. It's a bunch of screens and stuff. Then 
Uh, he had the, the hold from the hold from Brendel was on that. That was a nice throw. But two plays after that, he almost gets picked by Rashawn Evans. Remember that? Um, then down the line, second and one. So okay, they're at the 18. They're they're close. They're right there down. Were they seven at that point? They don't. 14. They're 14 at that point? Okay. Yeah. So they're right there on second and one from the 18. He has Kittle open in the end zone, rolling right and over him. Then on fourth and one, he throws an incomplete. Fourth and one, make a play. Scramble. Do something. Yeah. But, you know, he can't make a play. His quarterback rating in the, in the fourth quarter was 70. I mean, to me, that's Jimmy. Like, if he has a great defense and the defense can seal it, he'll win. If he has a great run game and the run can't conceal it, he'll win. But if the game is close and he has to pass in the fourth quarter – more times than not, they're going to lose. So, yeah. I mean, it was a bad defense. Like, one other thing. People talking about the Niners and their injuries. Yo, that Falcons defense didn't have A.J. Terrell. They didn't have both their cornerbacks. Like, I, I, come on, man. You scored 14 points against the Falcons defense, and I'll, you want me to praise you? So that's how I felt about it. It was like, D, you failed. And with the pick, understand the first pick was not – it didn't really hurt the team, right? It was at the end of the, the first half. It was embarrassing that he couldn't get a Hail Mary to the end zone, and he threw – uh, what, like a 20-yard pass and triple coverage? Like, what was that going to accomplish? He's lucky he wasn't pick sixth. But, because it, it was, I was returning for it. He took all the way across the field and yeah. said, lucky he wouldn't get hurt. Anyway, that was the worst Hail Mary of all time, but really didn't hurt the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, felt, I felt that that pick in the fourth quarter was terrible. Anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. Falcons pass defense, I believe, is like 26 or 29. Yes, with A.J. Terrell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I, on that George Kittle one in the in the corner of the end zone, I think J- George Kittle kind of messed that up when when he was scrambling back. He he came in, kind of pushed the corner off, didn't went back. I, I, that one I might put on George, but I think I'm not putting right. it on any one person anymore. It's it's the yeah. whole freaking team. So yeah, yeah, definitely George gets some of that too, George. Yeah, you're, I know you're watching George. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look, he wasn't he wasn't flat out. I gave Kyle an F minus yesterday. F minus. So Jimmy was definitely less. The problem than Kyle. Yeah. Although that fourth quarter was pretty classic Jimmy, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm leaning Kyle. And I'm looking forward to talking about that more because, you know, I think there's a lot of things that we can touch on in regard to that. And it makes me wonder a little bit. At this point, I'm, I'm really just like frustrated with Kyle as an offensive coach. And I'm uh, just wondering how much of this is Jimmy? How much of this is Kyle? Like, what's the ratio on, on blame that we can hand out here? You know? I feel at this point, I'm, I'm starting to feel like Jimmy's just a symptom. It's it's all Kyle. Kyle's the head coach. Why is Jimmy on the team? Because of Kyle. Yeah. Jimmy didn't want to be. Jimmy didn't want to be here. Yeah. And Kyle tried to replace him, but then in the last second, lost his nerve. You know, didn't mm-hmm. want Tom. Jimmy's the reason. Kyle's uh, Kyle's the reason Jimmy's here. Straight up. You know, yeah. if you think the Niners have a problem with their training staff, I don't know. I don't. I'm not qualified to say whether they're good or not. But Kyle hired him. Kyle. The Niners had. Uh, Mark Uyama, who is a good trainer. I think he won trainer of the year at one time. I think he's with Minnesota right now. I'll have to check this. But he fired him, brought in Ray Wright, fired him after two years, and hired Ben Peterson. So if you think that they're the problem, Kyle hired him. And then if you want to replace the training staff, then Kyle's going to hire the next one. Do you trust him? You know what I'm saying? Like, it all goes back to him. And people always say, well, if Kyle just had this or if Kyle just had that, Kyle has all the power in the world. He has all the autonomy he could possibly want, and this is what he does. He's yeah. put together a good but flawed team. And I think the flaws are starting to outweigh the goodness that he put together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to dive into Kyle in, in more depth. I got so much on that. He's uh, – I'm pretty – I'm really frustrated with Kyle yeah. Shanley. But like I said, I think Jimmy 
Jimmy played like Jimmy, you know, maybe a couple more deep shots, a couple big time throws that he was trying to connect with. And maybe Kyle gave him the opportunity to do that finally. I don't know, but uh, it all boils down to Kyle, common denominator. You were right, nailing that bar last three weeks. I feel like I could just give give Jimmy Garoppolo like a C plus every week. Yeah. He plays the same exact – he threw one to the def- – he does it every week. It's just whether the defense catches it or not. And he doesn't have any control of it. He does his part. He puts yeah. it right there for him. And they either get it or they don't. So, I don't know. He's the same guy every week. And yeah. he should not be – the fact that the Niners have known for this long that he's not the guy and he's not good enough and he's still here, that's their fault. Yeah. When other teams that are good decide that this guy is just not the guy, they move on right away. It's, it's like, why are you wasting everyone's time? Your time, his time, my time? Yeah. Yeah, and everyone, you know, everyone's talking about how Jimmy's playing different this year. But, I, you know, I did the math after the after the game yesterday. He dropped from 5-1 to one to 2.3-1, to one, which is closer to his career average. And I imagine as the season goes on, he's going to go back to the career average. He's trending 22 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Last last year, he was 20-12. and 12. So yeah. it's all on par. It's the same Jimmy. He's playing the same way, essentially. I mean, it was obvious yesterday. He was getting through the game throwing screens. Eventually, he's going to have to throw the ball down the field two picks. One yeah. wasn't a backbreaker, but still, that's that's gonna. I mean, it's like I've seen this movie before. Yeah, but Cali yeah. said, "Go ahead." Okay. I just think as bad as you know, as bad or as good or as average as anyone thinks Jimmy is, I don't think this win was on this loss was on him for the first time in a, a long time. They're, usually, when they lose, I'm like, "Ah, oh, Jimmy." I can point to Jimmy really easily. This time, I think that second half interception was all Jimmy. Uh, the rest of the stuff, I don't know if it really affected the game uh, to where they're lose. I think there's other stuff, mostly Kyle Shanahan, that we can blame that loss. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think, I, and I want to say one thing, last thing about Jimmy. I think we need to shift the conversation away from him. Yeah. He's the backup quarterback. We know who Jimmy is. I think mm-hmm. the revelation, maybe not I'm having, but a lot of the fan base is having, is about Kyle. Yeah. We've all known about Jimmy Garoppolo, but the revelation right now is Kyle, that maybe he was fool's gold all along. And not just as a head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, too. That's what we're going to talk about next. We're going to take a couple of questions first. Callie Trevor says, where's the balance of playing players during the preseason, not playing them to avoid injuries? This is Cat 22. They play and get hurt. They don't play, and now they aren't in football shape. Yeah, man. I mean, if it was simple, Kyle would have figured it out by now. But I just feel like other teams do. Jim Harbaugh didn't have this problem. I mean, good head coaches probably have a better way of preparing football players' bodies for the violence of the game than what Kyle Shanahan has demonstrated so far. Yeah, it just needs to study the other teams. If 49ers are constantly have a pattern of being injured all the time, so look at the teams that don't have that pattern and see what they're doing and adjust. Simple as that. That's what copycat league, right? Devin yeah. Smith says offense is outdated. Mm-hmm. Agree. Concur. Correct. Matthew Sanders says winter is coming. Ned Stark. Turnovers are coming. Jimmy G. He is what he always is, and sometimes he gets picked. I mean, the thing about Jimmy, I think what his defender says, you know, who doesn't get intercepted? True. The thing is, if you're going to live with those – like bad decisions and stuff like that. Um, usually other quarterbacks give you big plays and stuff. Like Brett Favre used to do that. This guy is – he doesn't. It's just screen, 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 pick. Mm-hmm. And the interception uh, – the, the touchdowns are screens. That, that, that touchdown to Ayuk, the, fir- the first one, man, that was a beautiful play. Well, yeah. Yeah. Fellas, I'm sad. Wait, you know, it's funny. That touchdown to Ayuk, I think it was a zig route on the, the second yeah. one. He, that was the same one he was open in – yeah. In the previous week. And he's like, Rams, yeah. Rams. Yeah. yeah. We're going to call this again, Jimmy. We, he's going to be wide open. <laughs> Kyle calls games with less imagination than Jimmy Ware or Greg Roman did. He's starting to. 
Yeah, I think we need to talk about it. All right, we're going to get the rest of your questions in a minute, but let's talk about Kyle Shanahan's offense. What the hell happened to it? Uh, Where is it? Yeah, so big picture, we're talking the macro. This boils down to Kyle Shanahan having an outdated offensive mindset where you're run first, great defense, run first. Mm -hmm. uh, that's old. That's old school, right? You need yep. to have at least have a balanced offense that has a passing game. You know, I yes. prefer passing heavy games. But if you don't have a balanced offense and you fall behind, all of a sudden you need to turn into a passing offense. And that's what we saw yesterday. They tried to turn into a passing offense all of a sudden because their whole mindset is we got to get up big. We got to stop turnovers. We got to run the ball, time of possession. But when that doesn't happen and it's going to happen often, now you got to be a passing offense all of a sudden, which is not something you've done all year or in the last several years. So Kyle really needs to focus his offense on a passing game moving forward. I don't know if there's something they can fix this year, um, but he's really got to change his whole offensive philosophy. And I think that's the biggest problem with all of this um i i think we i saw online that he's oh and 24 when he's down by four points going into the fourth quarter and 26 oh and 26 i mean that's, that's like a matt rule stat. that's like a matt rule it just shows you that he's been getting carried by his defense as he became a head coach yeah so so if you're, he's not winning going into the fourth quarter you might as well turn the game off it's over and why because his offense is terrible in the fourth quarter and almost even in Atlanta, what happened in the Super Bowl? They scored no points in the fourth quarter, and people blame the defense. But he's been doing this since before he got to the Fort Niners. How many points did they score in the, in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs in the fourth quarter? The Chiefs in the Super Bowl when he was on Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Zero in the NFC, in the NFC West or in the NFC Championship. That's zero in the fourth quarter. So his yeah. offense doesn't work in the fourth quarter, and it hasn't worked even when he was at his best. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. That means you, he's definitely been carried by his defense. If they win, it's because of the defense. If they lose, it's because of the offense most of the time. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, for an offensive genius, he's had one great season. One. 2016 Atlanta. Number one offense in the league. Other than that, he's had a bunch of seasons where his offense ranked bottom half in scoring and he had his excuses. Injuries or the quarterback or someone else's fault or I was in Cleveland or whatever. But whatever, he's a one-hit wonder. Yeah. He yeah. is Lubega. He's Mambo number five. Well, and that's the funny thing. It's just, <laughs> that's the funny thing. It seems like uh, he's having a hard time managing the responsibilities of a head coach and being an offensive coordinator at the same time. And so people are saying, oh, well, maybe he needs an offensive coordinator so he can just be the head coach and manage games. But that's the worst part about Kyle Shanahan is managing the game. So uh, it's almost like he just needs to be an offensive coordinator so he can focus on that and let somebody else take the duties. But I don't even like his offense anymore. I mean, in 2019, his offense was dazzling. It seemed cutting edge, and they would do so much, especially in the run game. There would be like 11 or 12 different concepts with blocking combinations you've never seen or hadn't seen in a long time. It was like, where is this coming from? It was very impressive. It's now in It's in Miami. It's in Miami. Now what the Niners do is they have like maybe three or four run concepts a game in their, in their, in their uh, game plan. They'll have like, you know, the toss – sweep or the toss counter and then maybe a couple runs from the gun and that's it yeah. uh, no more jet sweep no more end around why would you not do end arounds i mean it's like it's you have debo sit but they don't do that anymore it's just you know the four runs and it's just the same running backs over and over again they don't rotate running backs anymore there's no creativity in the run game and then the pass game is like a million screens with the mm -hmm. occasional slant and maybe one or two shots a game 
Yeah. That's the whole off. And so he'll have a little couple of uh, wrinkles in the first half in the, in the, in the um, script. But if you survive that script and don't lose in the first half, you see, you can see all that he's going to do. It's not that much. You can shut it down the second half. Everyone shuts it down the second half. And then you can, if the Niners defense is banged up or tired, you win. And then Kyle Blaine. Yeah. Defense. yeah I mean, he has a, a, a run first offense. That's horrible at running right now. Right now, they're, they're bad. Yeah, and they're, he can only win one way. He can only yeah. win running the ball. If they try to do what they did yesterday, they lose. Yeah, you can't have a, a team where there's one way to win because there's always going to you're, you're never going to win a Super Bowl that way. Eventually, at some point in the season, you're going to find a team like Atlanta who shuts it down and makes you play left-handed how you don't want to play. You're done. Good teams can win in a variety of ways. Great yeah. team. And, and Kyle's best scoring effort is always at the opening script in the first quarter. That's when he's strongest. After that. Uh, not a lot of scoring going down. And so if you have a bad run game, you can't make adjustments later. You don't have a passing game. Uh, you never have focused on that. All the players that you brought in were for yak and for running. Uh, he's got a big philosophical adjustment that needs to be made. And I don't even know if it can be made this year. I'm hoping, you know, everyone told me when I was criticizing Kyle Shanahan's offense in the beginning of the year, oh, it's early. It's going to change. Well, we've had six weeks now. And it hasn't gotten better. And the run game's gotten worse. And I don't know if Elijah Mitchell's just going to come in here and change that. And, and something else that I noticed, which is strange, something I didn't expect, the 49ers offensive line is actually pretty good in pass protection, but they're not opening up anything in the run game. Yeah. Uh, and that's not what I expected. I expected it to be the other way around. I feel like no offense is underperforming more than the Niners. Like, they have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. They should be scoring lots of points. You know, the quarterback should be looking really good, no matter who the quarterback is. Look at Geno Smith. He's got weapons. He's playing well. I'm not, not to take anything away from Geno, but, dude, Kyle, you have Debo and Ayuk, and you can't score in the second half? What? What are you – I mean, you're dialing up plays for Charlie Warner and Ray Ray McLeod. Dude, you have two of the best wide receivers in the game, and you can't figure out how to score? That's on you. Everyone yeah. else says Jimmy played well yesterday. That is 100% on you, man. Yeah. Calling plays for Charlie Warner. Get out of here. Yeah, to, don't. To me, sorry, real quick. This whole second half thing is a big, big deal because that's what Chip Kelly did here. Chip Kelly would have a nice little script and his tempo would catch teams off guard. And they might score a little bit and look good in the first quarter or two, but it would all fall apart in the second half and he got fired. Yeah. It's yeah. starting to feel like – and now Chip Kelly's offense is different, but this second half problem is pure Chip Kelly. And it's a guy who's getting out coached. Mm -hmm. Chip Kelly didn't have talent. Kyle does. And the other coach is good, too. He just doesn't have a brand name like Kyle does. And he's looking. He's like, okay, you're only doing those four things. You're doing that. Okay, got it, got it, got it. All right. See, got it. Got yeah. it. Right. Okay, I'm going to do this against that. I'm do this against that. Every week. Yeah, it's so, simple. I mean, not only do you have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, you got George Kittle. You got Kyle Juszczyk. You yeah. drafted Danny Gray yeah. that you don't you don't use at all. You have Jordan Wilson that, or Jordan, uh, Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason on the, who you don't use. You yeah. don't use Why is he all. on the team? Yeah, it's, it doesn't make any sense and then i i think it was i treat i tweeted removed it because I, I forgot the one crucial part but if you take away the panthers game uh the 49ers averaged 2.6 points in the second half all year mm -hmm. so if you if you kick a field goal you're gonna outscore the 49ers in the second half mm -hmm. it, you're just gonna lose a lot of games that you shouldn't lose you know yeah. the 49ers are way more talented they're playing down uh, and yeah. it's hard to watch. Frustrating. And it, the common denominator is Kyle Shanahan. And he was asked today on his conference call 
about the second half. Uh, like, why are you not scoring points in the second half? What's the common thread? He says, I don't know. I say the, I'd say the most common thread, I think, is when we struggle on third down. I feel we struggle to get points, and I think that happened definitely in this game, and that definitely happened versus Denver. So that could be some more common things. We're moving the ball decent, but we're not getting enough points, and we have to finish out and capitalize on some of these opportunities, and we have to start putting more points on the board. Okay, that's not an answer. He's, he pointed to third down. Like, no, we're talking about the second half. Why are you scoring points in the first half but not the second half consistently? And he said something about third down, and then he said a bunch of uh, nothing. He basically said they basically they asked him why he's not scoring points, and he said because we're not scoring points. Yeah, and we got to score points. <laughs> we got that. Thank you very much. So, what is the real answer to that question? Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's because a lack of focus, like on on the passing game, having a balanced offense, uh, bringing in speed guys. You, you you design this team to be a power running team, and you don't have the people in place to have a power running game. And even if you did. Even if the, you did, it's a horrible philosophy. It's a 1970s football philosophy, and he's really got to make that adjustment. You have to have a balanced offense. There's more, though. Why are they scoring points in the first half and not the second half? Because he's getting out coached. And mm -hmm. that's not, he can't say, oh, you know, the other guys are better than me. You know, they see my offense, they make adjustments, I don't, and, they, and then I get out coached, and then we lose. It's my fault. But that's mm -hmm. the answer. He's getting out coached. His offense is vanilla. And simple. There's not a lot going on there. There's not a lot of moving parts like there used to be. Um, so it's on him. Uh, so he doesn't make the halftime adjustment. The people see his stuff. They're like, okay, we're going to do this now. And he's like, I'm just going to keep throwing the same screens I've been calling all day. And either yeah. my game plan for this week is going to work or it won't. And if it doesn't work, we're going down. We're going down. Yeah. Like, like, like to a bad team. Atlanta. The, the, everyone's making excuses for the Niners. They're injured. Dude, Atlanta's paying for guys that they're paying for Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Like, they have no one on their team. Yeah, no, the, they're the, all kids. One of the best measures of a coach, and and we used to say this as basketball coaches too, is when you go in the locker room at halftime. How do you come out in the second half? Are have you made a difference yep. to where your team's playing better now in the second half? And mm -hmm. with Kyle Shanahan, the answer is no, no. He's not. He's playing the other. The other coaches are making the adjustments. He's not. And so that's a measure of coaching right there, and it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And, again, I think what's so interesting is we all looked at Kyle as, you know, great play caller, designer, offensive coordinator, but we still have questions about him as a head coach. Well, we still have questions about him as a head coach, but I now have big questions about him as an offensive coordinator because, dude, you have to score points, and you have players. I feel like there are a lot of co – there's a lot of good offensive coordinators. And I, I know he was a big name a few years ago. But since then, a lot of guys have, are doing really interesting things in the league with less. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look at what the Giants are doing. I can't. Who are their wide receivers? I don't even know. Kyle has Debo and Ayuk and can't score. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, again, if his name were anything else, if he weren't a brand name, if he was just a guy with a name that people didn't know, would he have this job? You know, I, I don't know. I've, I've always felt like there was a little bit of fool's gold to him. Like, like, yeah. you know. He had one good year in Atlanta, and all of a sudden he gets a lifetime contract with the 49ers. He's year six, and he's still under 500. He's lost to Atlanta. Like, what? I'm sorry. Is this I, guy full gold? He might be. I find it extremely ironic that this guy is known for his offense. People call him an offensive genius, right. and he has one of the worst offenses in the NFL. It, it's mind-boggling stuff.
And like, so I, I rarely watch ESPN because I don't know, like it's not my style. And if you watch our show, it's, this is very non ESPN, but I was on the plane for five hours today and I didn't bring a book. So I was watching ESPN. No one talks about the 49ers when they lose. When they win, it's like oh, nationally, oh, the Niners, let's watch out for the Niners Super Bowl team when they lose. Like, where's anyone saying, hey, Kyle Shanahan was awful. Yeah, everyone, Everyone's like, bagging on um, Nathaniel Hackett, right, all over the country. Oh, what a joke that guy is. Yes, but he also has a brand-new quarterback who hasn't been in the system. That's, that's never easy, and that guy's washed, and he has no weapons. Kyle has the quarterback that's been in his system for six years or whatever, um, and he has a ton of weapons. And he just scored 14 points, and no one said anything about it because I don't know why. He has a ton of allies in the media and who will go to bat for him forever. And when he has a game like this, everyone's like, let's talk about the Cowboys today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone – Hackett has a lot more excuses that he could go to yes. than Shanahan does. Shanahan doesn't have any really legitimate excuses. Now, you can say uh, oh, injured. everyone's injured, injured. or – or Jimmy, but you know, most of the injuries are on defense, though. Right, the, the injuries are on defense, and I, and you know, not having Trent Williams is definitely a loss. But pass protection has been has been actually pretty good. I think uh, there was zero sacks yesterday. Uh, that's one thing where you see Jimmy's Garoppolo's improving. He, he's not taking very many sacks at all this year. So the, I don't see the line as a, as a major problem this year, like I thought it was going to be. Um, and, you know, what he's going to say at the end of this year, if he doesn't do well, is, oh, we, I had to go with Jimmy because Trey got hurt. Uh -huh. See that coming. So he's going to get another year just because of that reason. Yeah. Yep. Um, agree. Flav says, if those two catches are made, Jimmy Garoppolo has 75% completion percentage, 30 yards, two TDs, and there was no one in the end zone in the first interception. Should he have thrown to nobody? You know why there was no one in the end zone in the first interception? Because Kyle knows Jimmy can't throw the ball there. So why even put someone there? I don't I don't they should have just thrown a screen. What the hell? He really needed to throw that 30-yard pass into triple coverage. I had no chance, and it almost was a pick six. That was dumb. It was a dumb call. It was a dumb throw. Throw it away. It was triple coverage. What are you doing? You saw yeah. I, I don't know. That's what I saw. I, I want to see the all 22 on that and see who else was open when he threw that one to Devo. But uh, I think your math is wrong there, Flav. He's at 70% completion percentage for the game, so two, two additional catches isn't going to put him at 75. No, he wasn't horrible uh, in his completion percentage, but it's not going to be 75. I don't know, man. 302 CDs. Dude, we're going against one of the worst pass defenses in the league that lost their best cornerback, and he put up zero points in the second half, and his quarterback rating was 70 in the fourth quarter. And they Rashad Evans dropped a pick. If you want to play the what-if game, the drops and stuff. That's the thing. You could count drops. Be like, yeah, this and that. Okay, what about the dropped interceptions? What about that? You got to count both. What about the fumble that Jimmy Garoppolo had that, well, I mean, it got recovered by the Niners, but the play didn't count. Yeah. If we're I, talking about the throw to Ike that didn't count, he put the ball on the ground and was fortunate that two things happened that took it away. And I, Guys like Flav, man, like you make me argue against Jimmy Garoppolo way more than I want to. That's right. right. He's yeah. not – He's. we know who Jimmy Garoppolo is. It's when you yeah. guys try to make him seem better than he is that we yeah. have to have to talk about. We don't want to talk about Jimmy. We're talking about Kyle. Jimmy's Jimmy. He had a decent game. Yeah. Renzo says, is, is Kyle the type of coach that does enough to keep his job? Um, we'll see. There's a lot of season left. He was two and he was three and he was two and four last year. He was three and five last year. He could turn it around. I mean, he does have talent. We're all saying like you're underperforming, Kyle. Get it together. He did get it together last year until he failed in the, in the fourth quarter of the NFC Championship game. So we'll have to see. Yeah.
Yeah, I think as bad as uh, everything looks, and it looks bad. Um, honestly, if the 49ers can squeeze into the playoffs and get hot, everyone's going to forget about all this stuff. So, I mean, that's the sure. one thing we could see. And they still – I mean, the, the, who's going to win this division? I, I think the Niners will. Someone could win this division with nine wins. Mm-hmm. Jason Lutz says, O needs overhaul, trade Kyle Shanahan, promote D'Amico uh, – promote DS? DR. And move on. Yeah, I mean, Robert Sala's – hey, the, the better Robert Sala does in New York, maybe maybe Jed starts to get bold. Hey, if Robert Sala's doing well, maybe D'Amico would do well. Problem is, yeah, well, I mean, if D'Amico becomes a head coach, he's just going to keep the entire staff, right? They can probably promote like Bobby Slowick or someone, um, although some guys are going to go with Kyle to wherever Kyle goes next. So you'd have to know who D'Amico's offensive guy would be, although we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. It's week seven. Yeah. Kyle's early round talent evaluator, thumbs down. Yes, pretty much. Flav says the biggest problem with this team style is it's very physical, leading to numerous injuries, but only effective if we're healthy. Well, they're never healthy, so how, is, how can it be effective? Kyle, Kyle's offense is like, when it's healthy and the players have been in the system for two years, it's great. But it's like, well, your players are never healthy, and football players, like, their careers don't last that long, so maybe you should get an offense that can work, you know, under non-ideal situations with younger players. I'm just saying. The thought. C. Turley says, it's starting to look like your dad was right, Grant. Kyle just may be a high-level loser. This Sunday, they at least need to be competitive. Yeah. I'm afraid that Kyle's going to push a bunch of players to play in this game because he needs this win when it's like, does Nick Bosa really need to play this week? I mean, what if he gets hurt again? In week seven, and then misses the rest of the year. Then the season's over. Yeah. It's not a must-win game, even though I it was, feels like I was telling everyone to rest Nick Bosa, and they're like, oh, well, you're underestimating Atlanta. I, no, I'm not. I, I, I wasn't underestimating Atlanta. I'm not – you know, I don't even – if he's not healthy, don't play him against the Chiefs either. It's not right. about the Chiefs. It's about the playoffs. Yeah. Know? That's really what it's about. Yeah. Also, it's about the player. You know, it's yeah. his career. He, it could be – it could turn into something worse. And if you're a player-friendly team – I want to put one uh, out some real quick. So Talanoa Hufunga got a head injury in the first play of the game, left, got evaluated for a concussion, passed the evaluation, came back, played the rest of the game. Today, they said he, he did not pass a, a, a day after concussion test, and now he's in the concussion protocol. This has happened a lot with the 49ers, where guy gets a head injury, leaves the game, passes the test, next day, they put him in the concussion protocol because he fails to test the next day. I'm not saying the Niners did anything wrong, but again, I don't like it. Can they get the freaking test right the first time? Because th- th- this has happened multiple times with the Niners. So you're telling me essentially that Talanoa Hufunga played an entire game with a concussion. That's bad. Yes. That's terrible. He could have got the second concussion and then – which could have been life-threatening. So yeah. I don't like it to happen. Kyle, be a, be a player-friendly coach if – even if he passes the concussion protocol, you know there's a good chance he won't the next day. You yeah. saw him be woozy on the field. Get him out of the game. I don't like that he played the whole game. Yeah, there's definitely a major problem wrong there. If you if you if you have a, it sounds like he has a legit concussion, and they suspected him of a concussion in the game, yet he got back in somehow. So something is wrong. Something's broken. It has to change right away. Stuntman says, "Hey Grant, they need to stop slapping all that Kodak on the boombox and come out to some Mac Dre or some Jacka. This is the Yay area, not no Florida." Correct. I agree. Correct. I agree. But there's no one on the, on the team from the Bay who's like a leader who can actually like enforce that rule. But it should be a rule. 
Yeah. They play nothing but Atlanta rap all day at practice. And I'm like, can we have like a little like regionality here, guys? Like, <laughs> fire the OC, says Devin Smith. Oh, man, that's a that's a real dig at Kyle Shanahan right there. Just call him the OC. <laughs> Thomas says, uh, coming to the game this week from AZ. I've been looking forward to it for a while. I don't want to waste my money uh, for their offense to score seven points. Well, they're going to have to score a lot of points this week going against the Chiefs. Uh, that's I don't know if we're going to get started on that one, but the outlook is not good. Rob Watson says Kyle saw Trey Lance and started drawing up plays in the plane, but they were triple options and counter bash, not passes. He's a buffoon. Fire him. A buffoon. A buffoon. Kyle, these are your fans. Why are you not saying ERM every second word? Erm. Erm. Is that how Kyle talks? Erm. Um. Um. Anthony Adams says, how are we a run first offense allowing a mediocre quarterback to throw uh, 41 times? The term genius should be reserved for innovators. Our offense is constipated. I really haven't seen the innovation this year. It uh, used to be innovative, Phil. Yeah. Where did the jet sweeps go? You can't run it. Why do you have all these gadget players? They signed Ray McLeod to, to just return punts? Oh, and be a deep threat. What? Yeah. Where are all the little gadget plays for Ray Ray? I thought I'd see Ray Ray catching passes out of the backfield at one point, too. I, you know, I didn't see that yet either. <laughs> nope. Deep, him and Jawan Jennings are the deep threats. And Tevin Coleman. Agree with Grant. Need more than one way to win, but not because another team can stop it, because injuries can stop it. Yeah, a lot of things can stop it. Kyle never considers injuries every year. And I didn't consider injuries when I picked the Niners to win the Super Bowl this year. What was I thinking? Oh, yeah, because they're going to be healthy for the first time this year. Why? Kyle, Kyle Shady is the head coach. Yeah. It's just going to take care of itself, which is what Kyle thinks. And I feed. You see what I'm saying? We all kind of get into the habit of thinking like Kyle. Mm -hmm. Stop that. Tobin says Kyle's fourth quarter drive management yesterday was downright amateur hour. No urgency. Penalties. Third and fourth. Uh, third and fourth play calls just terrible. Yeah, I mean, the the, the snapping. What the hell is a snapping fraction? Have you ever seen a snapping fraction in an NFL game? No, no, and uh, his game management was awful. Like, if you're a team like the 49ers, where you're known for not putting up points. You need to be twice as urgent as everybody else because you're going to need twice as many possessions to actually score. So they should have started speeding up the pace in the third quarter. He said, we asked him after the game, why didn't you go into hurry up mode in the, in the, on that drive? And he was like, well, we knew we were going to get the ball twice and we had to score twice. So we just wanted to, it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you want to argue with a guy at a press conference, but it's like it's not my job to argue with you. It's it's you know yeah. your job to say something that makes sense, and you didn't. So yeah, great. And that's on you said that on national television. That's cool. Yeah. Um, he has no great explanations for for any of this. He has nothing to say right now. Yeah. C. Turley says, Grant, you have some Lombardi stands in this community complaining about you. You may have to start using spreadsheets to make these stands happy. I was never a spreadsheet guy. You a spreadsheet guy. You may have to use spreadsheets to make these stand. Oh, I see. I see what I see. What I get it. I got. It. I'm putting it together. I got to do spreadsheets at work constantly. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the nice things about what I do is I don't have to do spreadsheets as a sports writer. I like that. Oh, but some people use them. Why can't he bring back plays when he when he was at ATL? What is this offense? He didn't have this whole "I got to be the most physical team in the league" thing when he was in Atlanta. Is he? Is it because he like is trying to put together a complimentary football team? I have this great defense, so I have to. I don't know, man. Who was the head coach when he was there? Was it Snyder? Who is it? The head coach uh, Quinn. So maybe maybe Quinn was putting 
you know, kind of steering steering maybe, him a little bit. In maybe. Atlanta. maybe it's also was- possible that he, you know, Kyle lost that Super Bowl because he couldn't run the ball in the second half. And ever since then, he's been like on this mission to prove that he's like the greatest run game guy ever. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a little bit of like a Shakespearean tragedy kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you don't need to prove that to anyone anymore, dude. Like just wow. do what you, bring back the Atlanta offense. We like that. That's what you got. That's what got yeah. you hired. Chris Bass says, as a Falcons fan, this made me so happy. Shanahan isn't our problem anymore. He was awful for you guys yesterday. Eight minutes, zero point drive. We play hard. That's so true, man. Eight minutes, zero point drive was living end. And you, I just couldn't help but notice how well coached the Falcons are. Like, aren't like that? They have, and they, who the hell is Arthur Smith? Generic name, generic face. Seems to be a good coach. And people always say, like, hey, you know, if the Niners move on from Kyle Shanahan, they'll, they'll have to go back to a guy like Jim Tom Sula. There's a lot of good coaches out there that people don't even know. Media people don't know. Yes. I mean, it's all like, these no-name guys are coming in and have yeah. these explosive offense. I mean, look at the Lions. They're like third in, in points scored. I mean, they're they're Nick Sirianni in, in Philly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they just need to abandon these. I don't know. I feel like the NFL, college, all of that, they're, they're too caught up on names. And they just stick with these Ed guys. York too. He's yeah. like, with the exception of Jim Tom Sula, he's only really hired name. Jim Harbaugh was a name. Um, Shanahan, Chip Kelly. Like he keeps getting well, Jim Harbaugh was a good hire, but the other ones are guys who were like, Well, Chip Kelly was he'd already been exposed. And mm-hmm. frankly, Kyle got exposed in the Super Bowl. He got exposed like right before he got hired. Or after. I don't know how yeah. the timeline there. But yeah. Get someone yeah, who it's time to just try some new some somebody new, you know. Somebody new. Um, with those completions, Jimmy would have been 31 of 41. It's okay, math is hard, bro. My bad, dude. That was all in the head. You're right, Flav. Damn. Cost me five bucks though. Thanks <laughs> for telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Flav. Replace Kyle with Brady as a player OC win-win. Dude, Brady's looking pretty sus right now, too, dude taking days off and going to parties and then coming back and yelling at his teammates. Like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Where were you on Friday? I got a feeling Brady's going to show up in the playoffs. Just, you know, he's kind of on cruise control, kind of like the, the, you know, NBA players during the regular season, just waiting for the playoffs, you know? Yeah. Stunna two, two times says running back from yesterday was dragging our defense. LOL. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Niners are, they have no depth on defense anymore, and the other team played a really physical, tiring style of offense. I mean, that was going to happen. But I thought they only gave up 4.2 yards per carry. It could have been worse. Yeah. I thought they held their own. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, the 49ers defense didn't look the same, but they weren't bad. I mean, they only allowed 21 points. I mean, if you 21 points, that's not bad. So, you know. They What's bad like- is scoring 14 points and also giving seven to the other team with that fumble. <laughs> it was a net seven for the offense yesterday. That was really bad. Yeah. That is bad. Josh Wyatt says, Kyle and Jimmy Garoppolo don't get enough credit. With the game on the line, they orchestrated a 16-play, 80-yard drive that took up eight minutes and sealed the game. That's true, man. I mean, that was so nice of them to do that for the Falcons. Like, the Falcons are like, how are we going to win this game? You know, we're not that good. We were probably going to get exposed, and Kyle and Jimmy were like, no, 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 we, we got this. We're experienced. <laughs> it, it really, it really, his game plan looked like he was up almost until, like, maybe the last yeah. two minutes. Yeah. Someone tapped him on the shoulder like, dude. We're losing by 14. He's like, where? Yeah, we, we have 14. They pointed at the score. Oh, because oh, oh, I don't coach for Atlanta anymore. Because I, I used to I used to, I used to, be on this team. You, know, you can see it's an honest mistake. I just wish they would use Brandon Ayuk more. Did you see what he did last game? I know in my heart he could do that all the time. Imagine Brandon Ayuk like in uh, Buffalo. Imagine Brandon Ayuk in Buffalo 
or Kansas City or Green Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It'd be nice. And I was happy to see. I predicted that the 49ers would. You know what's funny? If you're another team, you can almost predict what Kyle Shanahan's going to do the next week. And I, I predicted that Ayuk would have the most touches. And you could just tell by the way he was talking about him. Yeah. During the week. Right. Right. He's going you're justifying the game plan that you've already built, but we haven't shown us yet. But you're practicing yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. BP says, why is it always need uh, run more? But why is it always need run more? But Kyle Shanahan never says pass game needs to improve. He was brought up to improve. He was brought to improve the pass game, and it's still mediocre in year six. Yeah, man. Can we please get a coach on the Niners who actually knows what to do with the pass game? Because as good as Harbaugh was, he didn't know what to do with the pass game. And Chip Kelly didn't know. And Shanahan forgot or something. I don't know. This it, Stop with the running the ball in 2020. you got to be balanced. But no team is going to be like physicaling themselves. That sounded out physicaling teams to Super Bowls anymore. I'm, yeah. That was weird. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to have old school football right there. You got to switch it up. Give it the time. Michael Young, Michael Young says neither drop pass was on fourth down. Jimmy G still could have made up for it. Yeah, man. You had third and one at the 18, second and one at the 18, third and one at the 18, fourth and one at the 18. Dude, make a freaking play. Three chances to get one yard and keep the game going. And you overthrew Kittle and then, okay, you hand it off to Coleman. That was the dumbest play call of the game. Third and one, you give the ball to Coleman outside. Nice. You know why? Because no one's going to expect that. Because it's such a dumb play call. Maybe that's what Kyle thinks. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's a dumb play call for sure. But they never expect it. So it might work. Right. Dumb enough to work. No. <laughs> Oh man! All right, let's get to another topic. Brandon Ayuk. We were go. just talking about Brandon Ayuk, but I think we should give him a little love because we've just been kind of complaining for forty minutes, and um, he's a really freaking good player who is frankly not getting as much exposure as he could be getting elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, I think Brandon Ayuk, in my opinion, he's a top fifteen wide receiver in the NFL. I'm just based on. Talent alone. Now you got to match that with a quarterback and a coach who are going to use him. Um, but I think what did he have? Eight out of how many targets did he have? Like 10? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been the best receiver on the team for a long time. And it's, I'm glad Kyle's finally figuring it out and drawing things up. 11, 11 targets for him, 10 for Kittle, 10 for Debo. Frankly, it was a very uh, even distribu distribution. It's just that they shouldn't be throwing that much ever. Yeah, I mean, George Kittle's yards, it was nice to see him get some catches, but George Kittle yesterday was, uh, it's all a lot of garbage time. Like, the defense is in prevent mode, and it was all underneath stuff. I mean, most of his yards, I believe, came in the fourth quarter in garbage time against the prevent defense. But yeah, Brandon's not were legit. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about Ayuk or you want to talk about Kittle right now? Uh, either way, either way. Um, well, let's, let's finish off Ayuk because what I, you said he's the best wide receiver on the team. Yeah. Debo's great, and they're so different. Like when Debo gets the ball, I didn't see Prime Jerry Rice. I don't. I don't remember what that look. What he looked like in his twenties, running after the catch. I'm sure he was better than Debo. He's better. To, he was Jerry Rice. But yeah. the way Debo runs, and the, the way people don't want to tackle him, I've never seen a wide receiver do that. Yeah, it's really fun to watch. But the way Ayuk runs routes, I mean, the way he destroyed AJ Terrell, who's really, really, really good on that touchdown. I mean, Debo couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, Debo, Brandon Ayuk has the wide receiver traits. He runs yep. great routes. Yep. He gets open. Uh -huh. He catches the ball. Yeah. That's what you want from a wide receiver. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like if he had a, a quarterback like Kurt Warner, someone who would give him chances, 
he would be so much better because even when he's covered, he has those long arms. He can make acrobatic catches. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. And I've been saying this for a long time. I predicted he was going to have a a breakout season this year. He still might now that they figured out how good he is, but I thought that was going to come from, from him and Trey Lance. Uh, And I'm, you know, I'd love to have seen what happened with that, but I'm really hoping Kyle just looks at the tape Okay, Ayuk's pretty good. Finally, understands that and continues to use him the way he used him today. When you when you're gonna pass, if you're gonna throw, if you're gonna throw farther than ten yards out, you need to be looking for Ayuk first. You know, you can hit Debo with the screens and the short stuff, find creative way to get the ball in his hands. But what was Debo last week? Was like what was he three out of ten targets? Yeah. He caught three yeah. out of 10? two or nine or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, not only that, it, you look at the chart. If you, you look at the uh, in-depth statistics or whatever, you look at the chart. Debo's the least open guy on the whole team, and he drops the ball more than anybody. And I love Debo. I'm not trying to down talk Lebo, Debo, but we got to know what he is. He's a weapon. He's not a pure wide receiver like Brandon Ayuk. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about George Kittle. Uh, in this game, he had 10 catches, uh, 10 targets, eight catches, 83 yards, no touchdowns. Um, clearly the last couple of weeks, the Niners have been making a concerted effort to get in the ball because I said so. Right. What do you think of Kittle? Uh, I, I think I touched on it, but all, most of his yards came in garbage time. I hate to say that. It was nice to see him get the ball because they definitely need to do that, but they need to do it more and more early. But it, if I'm just remembering it right, I didn't look it up, but just by watching the game, I watched it twice. It seemed like a lot of his yards came in garbage time against a prevent defense. They threw it under, let him, let him do his thing. He doesn't look as explosive as I've seen in the past, but it was still good to see him do his thing. That one touchdown with Jimmy, I honestly think I'm going to blame that on, on uh, George Kittle. Um, you could tell Jimmy pointed to the corner and George Kittle came up to like kind of like a basketball, kind of like seal out his guy and then was going to go back. But Jimmy already threw it to the corner uh, and when, when George kind of went a little flat there. So it's just it's, it's not the same George and Jimmy that we've seen in the past. And but I was glad to see him get some targets. Maybe he's getting his feet wet. Maybe he'll do better uh, next time. I mean, he's still he's still a good player i mean he, he had 83 yards um he catches the ball he doesn't drop the ball mm-hmm. he did fumble last week but he didn't fumble this week it's just he's to me not a dominant player anymore and they're paying him to be dominant like he hasn't broken a tackle this year in the past he used to break tackles routinely i mean it felt like every other game he would make someone look stupid mm-hmm. and now it's like you know he catches the ball and he get, puts his head down and gets a little couple yards after contact but he's not embarrassing people the way he used to. And that's why he got paid. That's why they gave him the huge contract to play like that. And now he's playing, you know, well, he's playing well, but man, $16 million a year for a tight end. You don't score touchdowns. You don't break tackles. Good blocker though. Great hands. Is he he at zero touchdowns for the year still? He is, right? I believe so. Am I remembering that correctly? Because if that's it, that's a shame. I mean, Look at how the Chiefs use Travis Kelsey. He had 25 total yards and four yeah, touchdowns. zero touchdowns. And only 20 for his entire career, which is crazy. I mean, George I – mean, Vernon Davis used to have seasons where you have 10, 11 in a season. Kelsey's going to beat yeah. George Kittle's career touchdowns this year. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's bad, man. And, and, you know, I'm not blaming all of that on George Kittle. I, a lot of it is why aren't you targeting the biggest, strongest, best catcher on the field? Why aren't you doing that? I've been asking that question since 2017. Like, why does Kyle feel he can't go to George Kittle in the red zone? That's so weird. Usually the tight end is the guy in the red zone. Yes. And I've never – like, Kittle's like, – people want to say he's the best tight end in the league. Maybe, but he's never – I mean, the, the Niners have never put him in position to show that part of his game. And I want a tight end who catches touchdowns. Like, yeah, blocking's great. I love blocking and stuff. But I'll take Kelsey all day. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But maybe Kittle could do that if he were in Kansas City. Yeah, I, George Kittle's not the best tight end in the league. At least at least he's not showing it. He might be the best blocking tight end in the league. Um, but from a receiving standpoint, Kelsey is head and shoulders above George Kittle. And maybe that's not George Kittle's fault. Maybe it's Kyle Shanahan. Maybe it's Jimmy. I don't know. But – it's not even close. The comparison if he's the wise. best blocking tight end in the league, then why can't the Niners run the ball? Why why they give up on the run game? So I was like, I, I don't know. Again, I mean, he's not a bad player and he does things well, but I don't think he's what he used to be. I don't I don't think he's dominant. Um, he just doesn't when he used to get the ball in the open field, he it was Debo. I mean, he he would he was so violent. He was so exciting. Now it's like he'll he'll get the space that Kyle created for him and, and maybe an extra two extra yards after contact. Great. Wonderful. Well, since Kyle watches all your shows, Kyle, you need to target George Kittle in the end zone. Him and Ayuk should be your number one and two guys. So yes. let's see it this week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, Devin Smith says, don't be surprised if B.A. decides to leave. Yeah, but they pick up his fifth-year option. I mean, they have him for two more years. Things could happen in two years. If they don't have Ayuk, Ayuk yeah. is like the only real receiver on, on the team right now. Right? Yeah. Steven says, Jimmy keeps throwing deep to Charlie Warner. What's up with that? Literally the worst player to throw deep to when it's already a struggle to throw 20 plus. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. If you want to do like the trick, because Kyle likes tricking you, right? It was originally Garrett Selleck. They used to call it Selleck time because he's so bad. We're never, but we did throw it to him. Well, that should be Dwelly. Mm -hmm. Dwelly doesn't drop the ball. Charlie Warner drops the ball. But I don't know. Kyle yeah. only takes my suggestions up to a point. I haven't seen anything from Warner yet that gets me excited. <laughs> That's kind of a weird word. Pause, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just That's haven't. another thing. Like the word "excited" is, it, it, I, to me, has has a, a, a sexual connotation, and it, <laughs> they, they use that word all the time in football. Yeah, you know, I'm so excited to be back with my teammates. It's like, are you? Really, can't you find another word than excited? <laughs> they say it all the time. So yeah. excited to be here with my teammates. It's like, That's great, man. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like got new words moving forward. I feel like Beavis and Butt giggling when I hear that. Okay, <laughs> should the 49ers trade for Christian McCaffrey? No, no, not not in my opinion. Not especially for what they want. They, I've, it's been reported. You know, I don't know. I haven't confirmed or anything. I don't have any sources telling me this, but it's been reported by a couple people that they want multiple first round draft picks for Christian McCaffrey. So. Yeah, absolutely not. It, we don't need another injury-prone player on the 49ers. If he comes to the 49ers, if you're injury-prone already and you come to the 49ers, we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. Is like, you know, you can make the argument that, like, you know, this offense could use a guy and Jimmy doesn't throw downfield and Christian McCaffrey's better than Jimmy. Yeah, oh, yeah, all that. But, dude, he, he he's injury-prone. It's the Niners. What could go wrong? Like, no, no, absolutely not. No. 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 Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a talented guy when he's healthy. And, uh, you know, if he came and signed with the Niners in the offseason as a free agent, I would be cool. You know, he's probably going to get hurt still. But at least 
you know, yeah. but I'm, we're not trading assets for Christian McCaffrey. I don't think the Niners would. I don't know if anybody's going to trade multiple firsts for Christian McCaffrey. I think that would be a big mistake yeah. for any team. I don't believe – I mean, there's no way that the Panthers would ask for that because he's not worth that. Maybe they don't want to trade him um, or maybe they're just setting that someone just misspoke or something. It doesn't sound – I would think a second-round pick would probably do it. Yeah. But you shouldn't trade a second-round pick for Christian McCaffrey. That being said, I totally could see the Rams doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It seems like a Rams move. They love bringing in old stars. Um, they're very aggressive uh, in trades. And um, if I'm the bill, if I'm the Bills, I might consider like a second uh, for Christian McCaffrey because they're so dang good. And to me, yeah. this is a time, this is a season for the right. Bills where we go all in. Right. Uh, but 49ers, uh, ooh, I don't know. I think that would be a big mistake. Kels Chronicles has a really interesting suggestion. He says, Kyle for CMC straight up. <laughs> they need a coach. Niners need a running back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kels is going to be on uh, my show tomorrow. I like Kels, man. He's entertaining. Kels is dope. I love Kels. Um, so we had one more topic, the, the reason the Niners lost. Did we already go over that pretty much? What do you think? Top reasons they lost or do you want to rank them? I think we did for the most part. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see if there's anything we left out. But, uh, I mean – the four reasons I have is Jimmy's second half interception, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s fumble for a touchdown, the drops, and Kyle's clock management. So I think we discussed all that pretty much. Okay, I have one. I have one. Let's look ahead to Kansas City. All right. So what I want us, I think why this week is a downer of a week for the Niners and the and Niner fans is everyone was expecting they were going to win that Atlanta game. Atlanta wasn't isn't particularly good. The Niners stayed out in West Virginia. They have a very good track record of winning when they stay out on the East Coast. But they lost that game, and now they have the Chiefs. And they and now they're jet-lagged. Like, I'm jet-lagged. My wife is – we're all jet-lagged. And the Niners have a very bad track record when they come back from these trips. Yeah. Um, they lost to the Packers last year uh, after one of these trips. They lost to the Falcons in 2019 after one of these trips. They beat the Steelers in 2019 after one of these trips, but they – committed five turnovers in that game and really shouldn't have won that game. So, and now the Niners are going to have to play Kansas City without, you know, Emmanuel Mosley, maybe Traverius Ward. They're, they're talking about maybe Traverius Ward comes back and play. I don't see it. But if he doesn't play, if Bosa doesn't play, and, and the team is like going to be uh, jet-lagged until Friday, like... You're also, you're also talking, talking about a Chiefs team that just lost to the Bills. How many times have the Chiefs lost two in a row? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you want the, to play the Chiefs when they're coming off a loss. Yep. I think that's worse for that's the 49ers. I, I, have no, I have no faith that the 49ers are going to win this game. I'm just going to be honest. I think they're going to lose the game. I think they're going to lose it too. Um, but then the week after that, they got the Rams, who they usually beat. But we don't know who will be injured or healthy. That, it's hard to look. It's really hard to project forward with the Niners because who's going to get hurt this week? I don't know. Yeah. Hard yeah. to say. And who's going to come back? They've um, lost a major contributor in every single game this year. Yeah. Every I think game. you're down 11 starters right now, which is half the team. So at, at the bye week, I'm probably – I think most people would expect they'd be four and four. They might be three and five, depending on their health, which is exactly where they were last year. So um, it's interesting. They did this last year. Let's see if they can figure it out and uh, get back deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. It's starting to feel like Kyle doesn't have the answers, but maybe I felt that way last year too. I don't know. What do you think? Is he going to repeat it? Is he going to figure this out? Um, I think that, you know, the schedule's a little easier maybe. I mean, it's, it, they have the, I think it's the fifth easiest schedule 
for the remaining of the season remain. So, you know, they've actually had a really easy schedule the whole time though. I mean, the teams that they, they're three and three against teams that are below 500. So thinking they're going to beat the chiefs. I don't, <laughs> I don't see how that happens. Um, can he figure it out? I think it's possible he did it last year, so we can't say he won't. Um, but he's got a lot of things to figure out and, uh, he needs to get hot at some point going into the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, I think they will. He's got to get hot at some point. And so we'll see. Maybe he'll figure it out. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he has to sit down with his dad look. and figure things out. <laughs> Let's look at their schedule, right? So they have Chiefs Rams by. Then they got the Chargers. I mean, they're not a great team. Then they got the Cardinals. Like, they're terrible. The Saints, not great. The Dolphins, not great. Bucks, just lost. Seahawks, okay. Commanders, terrible. Raiders, uh, okay. Cardinals, I mean, that's the schedule. So it was tougher last year. This mm-hmm. team should be able to figure – they have the talent. Yeah. They have the, the easy schedule. Like if Kyle could just not be terrible for a little bit. Kyle, yeah. can you not be terrible for a change? I, I saw, mean, I, we all know that you're not a genius, but you don't have to be – we're not saying you're bad. You're, you're, you're coaching bad right now. You're getting outcoached weekly. Can you just arrive to the party? Do your part. Just be 15th best offense in the yeah. NFL. Just be the 15th best offense, man. Can you do that? Yeah, and we'll be good. Did you see? I think Robbie Anderson was traded to the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Game changer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know. Man, Cliff Kingsbury makes Kyle Shanahan look like Bill Walsh for sure. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, Sirs11 says he won't figure it out. Trade Kyle and Jimmy for a one year Aaron Rodgers rental. D'Amico. New head coach. I think I missed one. That's actually a little bit of a possibility. I heard that Aaron Rodgers may still come to the Niners next year. I don't know if I don't know how accurate that is, but he's saying he might retire and like force right. retirement so he can come back and play for the Niners. Maybe. I take it. Yeah. yeah. Kyle is the Jimmy of coaches. That is so true. I want to tweet that. That's such a good I like that. I tweeted it and I got ripped for it. Man. I tw- you did? I, yeah, I'll, I'll I, <laughs> I hey, said, ball oh, in the fourth quarter. I said Kyle Shanahan is the Jimmy G of coaches, and I got ripped for it. But I'm saving it for the end of the season. I'll RT when did you that. Tweet, when did you tweet it? Huh? When did you tweet that? I'll, I'll find it right now. I think was it, it recently. Was it this year? Yeah, it was on like the the, the ninth. Oh. Okay. And what did people say to you? Oh, they said I'm, you know, clown, emo- Jimmy G? clown emojis. <laughs> I love like, that. It's like you don't even you're not even going to argue with me. You're just going to call me a clown. Like, okay, you don't have a point. That means you don't have words to use. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look it up for you. Steve says, Grant and Ryan, your content excites me. LOL. I feel an upset against KC. <laughs> Call me crazy. Somehow we get it done. That's exciting. I'm excited. I like that. We're all excited over here. Somehow we get it done. <laughs> yeah, see. I think they're pretty much the Niners are at that level right now. The I don't know. Hopefully something works out. Hopefully it all works itself out. So on 921. So Kyle Shanahan is the Jimmy G of coaches carried by a stacked defense and roster and one elite skill. Jimmy quick passes, Kyle play design lacking in every other area and not good enough to win the big game. Yeah. And this year I, I don't like the Niners play designs this year. They have a, they have a nice script, but like all the cool stuff in their running game is gone. They just do the toss plays and a couple inside handoffs. And that's, it's like, it's, it's, it's just like a bunch of, it's a lot of screens. If you're a screen enthusiast and not even like, I, I feel like Andy Reid does better screens. His screens are cool. Kyle's screens are just like the same tunnel screens over and over and over again. He's Cliff Kingsbury now. Yeah, it's I don't the know. It's the air raid offense. 
he's got a philosophical he's got to focus on his passing game just as much as his running game and even his running game's bad right now so i'm just frustrated watching it six years in you know i i don't know i give him until the end of the year show me what you got if you do decent you got one more year in my book at tops i don't like this downfield throwing game like he'll call these shot plays but instead of doing it for his best players it's for he's trying to trick you so he'll call a shot play for Tevin Coleman, and it worked once, but it's never going to work again. He called a shot play for Charlie Warner. Like, what? Ray Ray McLeod. That's the best you can do? And they don't catch the ball. It's like, boy, yeah, look who you just called it for. You yeah. know, he's probably thinking like, oh, my God, this is going to be my big break. Like, no, you're Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. It's, it's, you're not meant for this. I don't I think does, yeah. he, did he put Danny Gray in in the doghouse like he did IU? Because that, that was Danny Gray's route. And I know he promoted – what's his name? The receiver. Willie Sneed to play special teams or something. I don't I don't get it. That was Why Danny did you draft Danny Gray if you're going to call that play for Ray Ray McLeod, dude? Yeah. Ray Ray McLeod. If Danny McGray – If they call that route for Danny McGray, I'm, it's a catch. I'm, I'm betting money it's a catch. But they'd be expecting it if Danny Gray was on the field. It's smarter to call it for someone who's less good. That's smarter. That's yeah. it. I'm sorry. I just taught you something. Let me let me educate you real quick. Stephen Pryor says I agree with I agree with Steve. Niners are going to beat Casey just because they aren't supposed to. Cool. That would make things interesting. Can we expect a trade soon? CMC Burns. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know why everyone wants Burns. I think he's a great player, but isn't that like one of the strongest positions on the 49ers? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Felicia says, Ryan G, you are a clown. Thank you. Thanks, Felicia. That's really rude. Uh, it's because I insulted Jimmy. I get it. <laughs> you are a clown. <gasps> oh, in <your> face! <laughs> you lack the words. Uh, all right. Well, that's our show. I'm going to go to sleep for the next 14 hours, roughly. Anyway, yeah, it was a fun week, but it's nice to be back in California. As nice yeah. as West Virginia was. I had a great time in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's a great place. Good food. Yeah. Really good food. Yeah. Yeah. Went out to brunch on Saturday. It was delightful. <laughs> it was delightful. Yes. Oh, one thing that was funny was the waiter was wearing a Jalen Hurd jersey. Not a Niners Jalen Hurd jersey, but a Tennessee one. So I was like, dude, I'm sorry, but I just have to ask, like, how long have you had that? <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, he was, ever since he was in school. I was like, you know, he's a joke in the Bay, kind of. He's like, really? <laughs> yeah kind of anyway thanks for watching the show everyone i'll be back tomorrow with my dad in the morning and then larry krueger in the afternoon see you guys